Hi, I'm Tamina, gender equality activist and sales professional at a global technology company. When I graduated from college in 2017, I was struggling to figure out how adulting works. School did not properly prepare me for some of the most basic things that my young professional life would eventually throw at me. If this sounds familiar, please join me on this journey to empower young women who are, just like myself, still in search of a fulfilling, purpose-driven life. Welcome to FemHive. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're joining me today for an episode where I'm going to focus a little bit on my end-of-year reflection Obviously, we have yet another very challenging, interesting year behind us. And I thought I would just take this opportunity to share my reflections and thoughts with you, along with some practical tips on how you can significantly increase the likelihood of actually following through on those new year's resolutions and your your big big goals for 2022 it's an approach that i've been following for some time now and um, especially for those big ambitions i do think this is a great great way to yeah get shit done to be quite honest with y'all but um, i'm getting ahead of myself So let's start with some end-of-year reflections. To be quite honest with y'all, I did not achieve the majority of the goals I had set for myself at the beginning of 2021. And yeah, it sucks. It, It does. There are a lot of really good things on there that I probably could have achieved but you know sometimes life just gets in the way Um, I also for example didn't perform all too well in my current job but that's okay because many of the goals I very ambitious goals (laughs) I had set for myself got overshadowed by my health challenges that I've been experiencing over the course of 2021 and those challenges did not only leave physical, but also a financial and mental burden on myself. And honestly, I've also been really struggling with trying to cope with the fact that so many people, especially in my home country of Germany, are refusing to take advantage of their insane privilege of having access to to the vaccine. It's... It's really sad, you know, um, the pandemic was supposed to be over this year and the unvaccinated are simply dragging it out until who knows how long, um, putting a, a, a big, big strain onto our healthcare systems, our hospitals, and I just don't think that's okay. I'm honestly really, really angry. Um, yes, this is a pro pro-vaccine podcast so if you um, if you don't agree with me you're more than welcome to stop following me I'm very very vocal when it comes to to the vaccine I'm definitely pro so um, 
yeah, you're more than welcome to just hit that unsubscribe or unfollow button because I, I don't need those types of people in my life or among my followers. Okay, but enough, enough with the negativity. Um, nevertheless, you know, overall positivity and gratitude, at least for me, far outweigh all of the negativity because 2021 has also been the year where I have made my dream where I have made my dream of returning to the US and moving to New York City come true. So that's why I am trying to give myself some grace, sometimes easier than than easier said than done, but I think it's important to acknowledge that sometimes life, as I was mentioning, gets in the way. And for me personally, you know, something extraordinarily positive and unexpected happened that makes up for all the things that I did not achieve this past year. Because for me, I wouldn't have wanted to trade in my move to New York for anything on on that list that I didn't achieve. Not even every single goal combined. No, this is so much bigger. So... If you're in a somewhat similar situation where you're kind of bummed that you didn't achieve everything on your New Year's resolution list, I encourage you all to do the same. Reflect on one big good thing that happened or a few smaller good things and focus on those instead of being too disappointed about about what wasn't achieved in 2021. I know, easier said than done. Um, and if you feel like it... It just takes some time for you to still process and and take that time to to be disappointed. That's 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 totally fine. But I don't want that to hold you back from what I hope will be an incredible 2022 filled with lots of joy, success, happiness, and most importantly, good health. So Looking ahead, 2022, we're so, so close. I'm a big fan of setting very ambitious goals for myself, even if I don't end up achieving them as, you know, for 2022. Um, But at the beginning of the year, I actually read a great book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I, I know a lot of you have already read that as well. So some of the things that I'm going to be talking about today are related to that book, but also some of the own personal professional experiences I've made over the years. Um, Some recommendations I got from from co-workers, our learning and development team at at my current company. So this is just a mix of all the different different, um, impulses I've gained over over the years and I wanted to share that with you today. So please do set outrageously ambitious goals for yourself for 2022. Um, but I want you not to fall into the trap of being way too overwhelmed by by them because that's something that certainly happened to me in the past. I was like, okay, I'm an ambitious person. I'm a driven person. And somehow I'll get through it. But along the way, I just became so, so overwhelmed just by the sheer, you know, things that volume, the things that had to be done. But if you actually break bigger goals down into smaller chunks and smaller milestones along the way, 
it actually becomes significantly less daunting in my experience. So that's what I want to share with you today. So let's look at an example. I think pivoting to a different industry after, you know, the past almost two years of pandemic seems to be a good example. Um, You know, the great reshuffle has been underway for sure. And I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of you are actually considering a, a career move in 2022. So let's use that as an example. Um, And I'm going to make that even more specific and um, align that with one of my future goals. That's actually not a goal for 2022 for me, but more like a long-term goal over the next, I don't know, five to 10 years. Um, but because I've already been reflecting on this for quite some time, I just wanted to use that as as a tangible example for for this um, episode. So eventually I can see myself pivoting from tech sales to venture capital. Again, not in 2022, but um, this is how it would break this big goal down for me in the future or over the next couple of years. So with any goal... I highly recommend you identify three sub-goals related to that big overarching goal that are absolutely crucial for you to achieve that one big goal. So with my pivoting to venture capital example, I identified the following three sub-goals. One, learn more about the industry. Two, establish a network inside industry. And three, gain relevant experience. Okay, so those are the three sub goals I need to achieve. So you can kind of picture it as like a flow chart on the top or on the left side, depending on how you want to look at it. You know, you have that big overarching goal of pivoting to venture capital. And then to the right or below of it, you have these three sub goals. Learn more about the industry, establish a network and gain relevant experience. Okay. But those three sub goals are still pretty big goals and, you know, they're open ended as well. I mean, you can learn as much about any given industry and you've never learned like there, there, there's always learning to do. You can always meet new people. You can always gain more experience. So we don't stop there yet because that can still be a little bit daunting and overwhelming. But in next step, what we're going to do is going to break each of these three sub goals down into an additional three smaller chunks each so that you end up with with nine sub-goals of the sub-goals, so to say. <laughs> so let's start out with the first goal. Learn more about the industry. Okay, what could that look like? How could I learn more about the venture capital industry? Well, I could start out by setting myself a goal of reading five books written by industry leaders this year that seems fine like I can read five books in a year about venture capital not too overwhelming anymore I can then also subscribe to three VC related podcasts and see where that takes me and then lastly I can sign up for one either daily or weekly venture capital related newsletter and all of a sudden, these three subgolds of the three subgolds, all of a sudden, they're not as daunting anymore. What you could then do is break these, you know, reading five books, 
subscribe to podcasts, sign up for a newsletter, you could that break, then break that even down into further chunks, like into, let's say, monthly, weekly, and daily goals. So you could then say, okay, every week I'm going to read one chapter in a VC book, or every week I'm going to listen to one VC-related podcast episode, or every week I'm going to read one email newsletter. So if you need that structure, I think that would be a great way. For me personally, I don't need to break it down into like daily goals at least because that's just too much for me personally. I don't need that kind of structure because I'm a very impulsive person and one day I will wake up and I'll be like, nah, I don't want to do this today. But the next day, all of a sudden I'm super into it. So I'm really like following my own, you know, energy as well. Um, because I need uh, a bit of that flexibility. But if you're a very structured person that kind of needs a to-do list that that is very um, set in stone every single day, then I definitely recommend to to narrow it down even further into like daily and weekly goals. Okay, so that was that was that was the first sub goal. Learn more about the industry. We can we can add a check mark to that. Okay. Second, establish a network within venture capital. Also pretty daunting goal. How do you even like start with that? Well, you could start out by identifying people in the industry. For example, someone who, you know, used to work at your company and now pivoted to that new industry or someone, you know, a fellow alumni from your alma mater reach out to them and then set yourself a goal of let's say have one informational interview with a venture capitalist per month or reach out to three alumni from your university who are in that industry every month attend one startup or venture capital networking event per quarter you know all of a sudden again what was initially a pretty daunting and overwhelming goal that you set for yourself all of a sudden it's like yeah I can actually do that like attending one event every three months that's that's not too bad having one call like a Skype call or phone call with one person in an industry per month not too bad either and you will see over time all of these efforts will will add up, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to talk about that more in, in a few moments. Okay, so now we can also add a check to establishing a network in that new industry. That leaves us with gaining relevant experience, and that's probably a little more tricky and takes a little bit more time. So what I noted down for myself was I could, for example try to find relevant side projects at work that, that I can work on in my spare time that are not necessarily related to my core role. So maybe, you know, there is someone at your company that is working in that industry or function that you're interested in. So for me, for my venture capital example, I would try to learn more about products are being created. So I would like to then connect with product managers at my current company or the engineering teams to get a better understanding of what what their day-to-day looks like. Um, I could also look into finding colleagues who manage venture capital clients or connect with 
you know, people for the more like broad financial industry, that could be a way to go as well. So if there's the opportunity for you to collaborate with people at your current company, I think that's always a way to go because it benefits you in in different ways. First of all, you expand your internal network at your company, which never hurts. Second, you you gain that relevant experience and knowledge that you can then add to your resume. And thirdly, like if you communicate it accordingly to your manager or leadership, then you might even be able to to um, add that to you know your your annual or biannual review and have a positive impact on your on your performance review. So that's definitely something I would try. Another opportunity could be to join local clubs or groups that are focusing on learning more about the industry or, you know, are just like looking to network, um, book clubs, maybe something like that is is relevant to you. Uh, For me specifically for the venture capital example, I am looking to become an angel investor in the future. Um, There is a program at my alma mater, um, Duke, Duke Angel Investors, um, where you can, you know, contribute smaller amounts you know not like multiple six or seven figures um but smaller like maybe like five figure or maybe even four figure amounts and that's how you can get a foot in the door meet awesome people and gain some experience with investing uh, into companies yourself and then lastly i mean there's always the opportunity for you to learn more by taking an online course, enrolling in a certificate program, or maybe even consider going back to school to get a full degree. I mean, there's so many amazing opportunities out there. Obviously, if we were going to go back to school, you know, I still have the dream of getting my MBA at some point in the future. That in itself is like a big, big, big overarching goal to take on. But that even that you could then break down into, you know, three sub goals and then each each of these three sub goals into another three and, and so on and so on. Um but yeah, this this approach has helped me, again, like feel significantly less overwhelmed and actually be like, hey, okay, now I have a structure, now I have a timeline. And even if I don't want to pivot to venture capital in 2022, I can apply this model over the course of the next five years, for example. It doesn't have to always be a goal that has to be achieved by December 31st of the following year you know sometimes you have goals that just take some more time to attain and and that's perfectly fine but yeah as I was mentioning earlier this is all kind of also related to the influence James Clear's book Atomic Habits has had on me um definitely recommend you read that it's it's a great read especially towards the end of a year or at the beginning of a year I think um, it really molded me a lot at the beginning of 2021 at least Um, and while there are like many 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 great learnings from that book the one that stuck with me the most is the one percent rule so essentially what James Clear is saying and he's illustrating that with a variety of different examples from successful people like athletes for example he says that your knowledge your experience your your skills can significantly compound over the course of let's say like a year and he encourages everyone to focus on only getting one percent better 
every single day, which is like perfectly, perfectly attainable, right? And what that does is, 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 is that compound effect, which obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know how much I love compounding interest uh, related to the finance world or personal finance. But this can also be applied to to learning, gaining experience, you know, learning a new 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 skill. Like if you want to learn an instrument, for example, getting 1% better every day will lead to some massive, massive results. And it, it's all based on like a simple math formula, actually, because that one says if you get 1% better every single day for one year, you end up close to 38 times better or more knowledgeable, depending on, you know, what the situation is, by the time that one year has passed. Like, imagine, like, you want to pivot to a new industry, and you just start with with, with that on, on January 1st, and by the time December 31st comes around, you are 38 times more knowledgeable just by incorporating these these smaller chunks that I was mentioning earlier into your your daily weekly and monthly habits you know like reading five books there listening to three podcasts there um connecting with with five people in the industry here you know all of these efforts do add up over time and they do compound and it's just something that is so so powerful and i will never never forget so this is why the small choices that we make on a daily, weekly, monthly basis don't make much of a difference at the time, but they significantly add up over the long term. Just think of it as like working out, you know, when you work out for one week or two weeks or a month, chances are you probably won't see that much progress yet. You won't feel as much progress. You won't see as much progress. But then like jump ahead six months and all of a sudden you have very, very defined abs and you know you see your your muscles are more defined and you know that's that's that that can be applied to literally anything and I think that's why this is so powerful and I highly highly encourage you all to consider this approach overarching goal break it down into three sub goals or I mean you can also have like more sub goals but for me if it's more than three then I get too overwhelmed again maybe two is also fine or four See what, what, what works for you and then break that down into even smaller chunks that are actually available, uh, actually easily attainable. And then you can break that down into, into daily, weekly and monthly habits. And all of a sudden, you know, as, as time passes, you, you will gain so much more knowledge, experience and yeah, a year later, you're so ready to break into a, a new industry or achieve that, that, that goal that is uh, more applicable to your situation. So yeah, I hope this has been helpful. Would love for 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 you to reach out and share your experiences with me uh, in a couple of months. I'm sure you can already report some great progress like three months in. So the end of March or early April, would love for you all to DM me on Instagram and let me know how this approach has helped you or if you have any recommendations how to further refine that approach. I'm always open to learning, um, very much into 
personal and professional development, as you know by now. So would love to hear your experiences. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much also for for being so loyal to me over the past what almost year and a half that I've been doing this. Um, I love getting your messages. I love reading your your reviews on Apple Podcasts. They literally make my day. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this journey. And I wish you nothing but the very best for this upcoming year. And I hope you enjoy the holidays and uh, get to spend some some precious time with with your loved ones over the holidays. Take care, everyone. And that concludes our show. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Since this podcast is a free resource to you all, I would really appreciate it so much if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and shared FemHive with all the women in your life. The more reviews, subscribers, and downloads we have, the more amazing guests I'm able to invite and the more value I can give back to you. So trust me, this is in your own best interest. I would also love to hear your key takeaways from this episode. So please tag me on Instagram or DM me and follow fem.hive for more adulting tips and inspirational content for female young professionals. Make sure to also check out femhive.com for more valuable resources. I hope you tune in again next week. Until then, take care, ladies.